Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. John Morris, Katie Smith. Let's go around on the uh, middle hallway here in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Building. And welcome in to our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill. <laughs> we hope there. Surely he's well, yeah, there, good of friend, course, right? right? Jerry Hill is with us, <laughs> Baylor's Director of Sports Journalism. I just want to know how far down <laughs> the list you had to go. Stop. All no. the rejections you got. Stop. Don't before even say you got that. to, I don't even remember my, my office. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, we've been building up as building we end this, this spring yeah, semester. Yeah, that's like, true. When is the moment Finishing for Jerry Hill? And it's today. Yeah. We may, we're taking a swing at Mac Rhodes for next week okay. to wrap up the semester, right. but you are the penultimate guest. He yeah. Would, um, I, I think I would be a tough one to follow. So, Mac may turn that down. He tell us no. Mac may turn that down. We were not very he'll, strategic in this list, request. He'll Don't listen tell to Mac. this and be like, hmm, yeah. I can't. can't. <laughs> kind of like Joey Scrivano trying to follow Scott Drew. <laughs> you know, it's just, that's a tough act to follow. You might be right there. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So, can't make any promises okay. about yeah. next week, but pleased to have Jerry Hill with us. And, uh, Fun time of the year. We can look back. We can, uh, you know, we look at some of the highlights. Right. Yeah. Plenty of highlights in Baylor athletics this year. Yeah, it really was, John. I mean, you know, there were some disappointments as well. But I look back on this year and, and think about, you know, just like you said, some of the highlights and some of the things. Uh, it, it was a fun year, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I think it was one of those years where, like I said, you had some misses, but you also had a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, going through the uh, – staff meeting this morning you get some of those highlights you see some of the and some of the things that fit our you know our whole you know policy um message mission that we have here so that was kind of cool to see too some of the things that you know maybe the public doesn't see that, that we can get kind of an inside look at it yeah, that's a great point. Jerry referencing that all staff meeting this morning where all 19 sport program coaches gave yeah. a, a little spiel about yeah. different moments to celebrate um, over this past year. And just really cool to hear, kind of like you said, the a lot of them are on court, on field successes, right. but a lot of them are, are not. And so right. the, the tie to the mission and the tie to preparing champions for life. Talk a little bit about in your role, how you're able to kind of see both sides of those things kind of in the way you tell Baylor's story. Yeah. And I think that's been a cool thing for me to, and particularly with like the getting to know features and stuff, mm-hmm. seeing, you know, a, another side of athletics and, and getting people's stories. And that's, that's always kind of a cool thing. I, I tell people basically every time I do the interview, this is the most fun mm. part of my job. I enjoy this more than, you know, more than even going to the events and, mm. you know, all that stuff. I, I enjoy telling people's stories. So that kind of gives me some of that inside look and, and just, uh, you know, we're way more than 
that's just one of the pillars. Yeah. Ac- you know, athletic success is just one of those four pillars, and it's good to highlight some of those other things that, that we're really good at. I know that, you know, Mac shies away from being proud of those, but mm-hmm. I, I'm very proud of, of Baylor Athletics and, and its mission and the way it takes care of athletes, you know, on and off the court. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, very good. And explain to our listeners, uh, explain your role in athletics. You're you're an in-house right, <laughs> in-house writer. I mean, how would you explain? I, it? I, I wish you were going to explain. That. <laughs> let let them know what I do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm an in-house writer. Um, that's probably the best description. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we talked about it. I've, I've spent 25 years at the Waco Tribune Herald in the sports department there, and and. Uh, uh, Mr. Dave Campbell was retiring for the second time, really, because uh-huh. he had spent 40 years uh, at the Trib and was retiring, I believe, after 15 years at Baylor. So they were looking for somebody to fill that role. Mm. Um, yeah, I really wanted to fill those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, but different role, really. I mean, he was doing a newsletter that was mailed out, um, and, and I was more – they wanted kind of more instant news, you mm. know, so I – I do, you know, started with the emails and, and then mo- most of it now goes just online, but we also do a magazine. But, uh, yeah, I try to cover as much as I can all 19 sports. Can't be there, you know, obviously yeah. all the time, but try to hit as much as I can and, and, you know, tell some of their stories. And, John, I think one of the fun things, and this kind of touches on what you were talking about too, Katie, is the Champions Tribune that we started, mm-hmm. you know, four or five years ago. Um, getting to share their stories. Um, you know, at first I was really having to kind of write some of them or basically write them, just do them from interviews. And I like now that it's in their voice. Yeah. They, they're yeah. telling the story. They, you know, it puts a little bit more on them, obviously. But, you know, I like that part of it. And, and just that's been so well received. So I've really enjoyed being a part of that, you know, telling their stories. or um, And in some cases, you know, kind of cleaning them up a little bit. But, mm. yeah, that's been probably one of the you know best things that we've done you know over the last five years I would say yeah I think you get such a good idea of who our Baylor student athletes right. are when you read those yeah. do you feel like for for the student athletes to go mm-hmm. through the process of writing that yeah. about their experience do they seem to kind of really have positive feelings about it yeah and I think some of them um you know really enjoy yeah doing that some of them it's it's a chore yeah you know? um I think back to Dennis Lindsay um uh, you know, when he did his, his Dennis, right? Jake. Jake. Dennis is the dad, See? right? Yeah. I, I remember actually covering Dennis. Right. So wow. He, he covered <laughs> Jake, when Jake wrote his story, and that was kind of, I think that was maybe the moment where we decided, you know, we need we need the, the athletes to write these. Because hmm. he yeah. was actually one of the first ones to completely write it. And it was about his, you know, basically career ending. Um, but just mm-hmm. his whole journey, and that was that was really cool. But yeah, I think Katie, um, most most if not all of them, really enjoy kind of thanking Baylor, yeah, for the experience. You know, Mac talked about it this morning that he wants you know athletes to leave with an elite experience, and I think uh, that comes across mm-hmm. in all of those Champions Tribunes that they really 
you know, and some of them don't really know what they're getting until they get here. Yeah. And then they go through it. And, and I, you know, as they grow and mature, I think they appreciate it even more. So I think by the – and that's why, for the most part, we've done upperclassmen and, and in most cases even seniors is because by then they kind of know and they understand and they really appreciate it more by then. Yeah. You know. Don't you wish we could go back a few years and have a young volleyball playing Katie Smith do Katie a champion's tribute? Oh, tribu- that would have needed. You talk about I, having to clean some no. up. You would be editing my stories. That'd be so good. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's sweet yeah. of y'all to say. Yeah, that That'd would be, be fun. very good. And I, I, you know, we we were talking about. Yeah, I did cover Dennis Lindsay back in the day, but obviously. Uh, Katie, uh, Katie was here not too long after I came to Baylor. Right. Yeah. That's how long she's been here. I've been around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say my, my, age, but. my, <laughs> my introduction or when I think of my time with Jerry Hill as a student athlete, <laughs> right. all positive, but I just always remember being behind a mic and Jerry saying, Katie, how old are you now in my <laughs> fifth year? And it was so fair. I was like, I have been here for a minute. That's funny. But man, uh, our student athletes love Jerry. And how could they not tell us a little bit about um, your celebration? dances and how they've kind of become <laughs> a little bit of a viral thing at this point it's has amazing. it gone to your head i mean no it's definitely not <laughs> gone to my head because and if, if it ever did i would go back and watch them and realize oh my god this, this is really bad They're amazing how you did know? that start well so it was i think it was 2016 oh wow um, this goes back i wasn't ready for and that the, yeah, <laughs> and and I don't even know how it came about, but we were at Rice was when when we did it, and I football, Elliot, yeah, okay. Elliot and I, Elliot Coffee and I had gone outside to do some kind of interview, like maybe at halftime or something, and and I don't I don't remember how all this came about, but we wound up doing the first victory dance there <laughs> okay. after the Rice game. Wow, I didn't that remember was, that, and you know, and then there weren't a whole lot of victory dances that <laughs> year because that was kind of a tough year, but yeah, it's and you know, some coaches they will actually ask for it's, it, it, which, I is, see it requested which is incredible, like you know, Coach Fee. Uh, uh, Scott in particular. Scott always, hey, you're going to get you're a victory like, dance. like, I have a full-time job outside of this. Right. <laughs> and I think, you know, Scott has said his wife loves it, and, and my wife does not. <laughs> they do not have my, that in common. My wife is like, oh, dear God, please don't please don't encourage it. Because we, we were at an event here a while back, Boots on the Brazos, and somebody came up, and it was when I was at sitting at a booth with Julie, and somebody came up and mentioned the victory dances. Oh my goodness. And you could just see Julie just, oh. <laughs> so, please don't. Bring but it those up. have been fun, and I, you know, I just kind of have fun with it. I mean, everybody knows I can't dance, but uh, I just have fun with it, and I guess I'm bold enough that I don't really care. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Very good. so fun. Yeah. More power to you. Um, it's been fun, you know. And then I think, uh, I think. Jamo and I might have talked about. I think my favorite one, though, really was this last one where we did the A and T. That right. was where awesome. we included, you know, a Baylor student, Gio Gennaro, and Bryce Cherry wow. from the Waco trip. So we basically included everybody, particularly print wise or whatever, everybody that covers the team, and we oh. were all involved. And so it was, but it also shows like how those people feel about fee in that program yeah, too. Like that's a they, great point. They really appreciate them. So that was that was kind of cool to have that as as a victory dance. I love it. I heard the voice of the Bears was kind of wondering why he hadn't been asked to, oh, he, to guest star. He has been asked. Oh. He, he, de- he declines. 
No, that's Jerry's thing. It's yeah, just, you're right. You don't want to step on his toes. Yeah, he doesn't so. want to take that. Literally. I get that. He does not want to take that. <laughs> literally. He's like, that's amazing. <laughs> no, no, that's your deal. Um, if people say, what are y'all talking about? Just just go look, yeah. look on social media. Victory, yeah, for yeah. sure. Victory dances. Yeah. yeah. View from, at View from Hill. Yeah. View from Hill. At yes. View from Hill. They'll yes. be there. Yeah. Um, victory dances. We had some this year. Yeah. Not as many yeah. as we'd like, no. but. As we look back at the year in Baylor athletics, right. uh, there were some real high moments during mm-hmm. the year. Absolutely. I, you know, I go back to the fall and, and, you know, since we were talking about volleyball earlier, you know, volleyball doing what they did. And, you know, Ryan McGuire mentioned it this morning, you know, beat number three Wisconsin right mm-hmm. off the bat. I mean, that was a huge win for, a, you know, really a very young team. I mean, yeah. they did have a couple of seniors, but for the most part, that was a, you know, freshman and sophomore team. And then they went on to make the Sweet 16, finish second in the Big 12. So, uh, you know, great year really for volleyball in in what you would think might have been a little bit of a rebuilding year, yeah. but they they really really did well. Yeah, for sure. And football, uh, you know, finished six and seven, went to right. a bowl game, uh, but was six and three at one point. Right. Nearly had TCU beat. I mean, TCU had to pull off a last second field goal to win right. here in Waco. But, uh, you know, you look at the final record and, and you know, you're not real excited about it. Right. But there were some highlight moments there also. Well, and I think back to the back-to-back road wins, John, over yeah. Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, that was, and I Huge. think that might have been when they got to 6-3 and because they were really riding a high. Mm. And just things didn't finish the way you'd like. Uh, but, again, for the most part, a lot of youth on that team. And, you know, so they, you know. I think Coach Aranda has a better feel for everything now. He's mm-hmm. gone through kind of the high and the low, um, you know, finishing two and seven that first year, and then this, you know, kind of being a. But at least got back to the bowl. That was mm-hmm. that was the whole thing going into the, or particularly at some point during that year, you're like, man, if they could just get back to a bowl, mm-hmm. that would be huge. So they did that, um, and again, the bowl game didn't go the way you'd want. Um, but then I think, too, at like some of the young talent that you saw really emerge, like Richard Reese, you know, at running back, uh, Monterey Baldwin and that group at receiver. So I, I think uh, the future is bright. Um, and then they've already gone through spring football. So we kind of have a better feel of what we're going to see in, in 23. What are your dealings with Coach Aranda like? Yeah, I was going to ask that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's interesting. Uh, and, and, again, we saw some of that this morning in the all-staff meeting. But uh, – I, I and even even to go back to his story this morning, I love I just he has such a unique perspective on mm. things, and I think uh, that's what I really appreciate about him. And he's he's uh, probably one of the more honest coaches mm. that I've ever dealt with. I mean, he kind of tells you how it is, that kind of thing. Um, and I just think as uh, and I'm putting myself back in being a journalist's yeah. perspective. I I really appreciate that yeah. part that he's honest about it and he doesn't try to sugarcoat it or, you know, just give you fluff. He he really, you know, he kind of handles it uh, in the way that you would expect Dave Aranda to, yeah, I think. very honest. Yeah. Yeah. Very For honest. sure, very yeah. genuine. Yep. And so you kind of seeing that from an internal mm-hmm. Baylor Athletics perspective, do you also see kind of the external media responding positively to that transparency? Yeah, I think so, definitely. I mean, it, he is not a soundbite mm. person. Mm. I think TVs <laughs> probably struggle with yeah. that a little bit. That makes sense. Because he's so, you know, uh, he takes time. He really, mm. so you know, thoughtful. he kind of, yeah, he kind of, he, thinks about everything, I think, really before he says it. Mm. Um, sometimes I think 
uh, when he says, I appreciate that question, he's actually trying to really think about what, 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 what he really appreciates gonna, it. Maybe. really appreciate that question. <laughs> Let me think about what I'm going to say. But I, I do, I think sometimes it's a little bridge to, to yeah. give him some more time to think. And, and no, I, from the people that I know, everybody has really appreciated him. And, and again, that honesty part, because that's really what you want. You want to yeah. know the truth, and, and he's very good at that. That's awesome. Jerry Hill, our guest on the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. I've had the privilege of calling games, telling stories about Baylor athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art. Jerry does it very well, mm-hmm. and there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows, ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Jerry Hill, we're talking about a lot of highlights from the year, a lot of moments to celebrate, and a lot of growth. I think I, I think of some of our newer staffs that we have right. with Baylor Baseball, Mitch Thompson, Michelle Leonard in soccer. Right. Talk about kind of what, what growth you've seen in those programs since working with them. Yeah, and that's it's just a tough situation mm-hmm. for really for both of them to walk into. Yeah. And, and Michelle, you know, coming – off of a you know great run by the Jobsons and and mm-hmm. having to follow that, but really trying to build your own program and and certainly you saw some highlights during the year. Um, you saw a grit, a fight out of that team, mm-hmm. um, and then you know um, her talking about uh, seeing the leadership, you know, mm-hmm. come forward this spring. I think that's a big thing because. Um, you know, when you're coming into a new program, you you kind of have to fill that role, period. You know, like you – I don't know that you can really count on any of the players at that point to take that leadership role, so mm-hmm. you've got to do it. Now she's got some players that can carry on some of that leadership role to take a little bit of that off of the coaches, yeah. and I think that's where I see that. We, you know, with Mitch, it was – you kind of knew it going in mm-hmm. that it was going to be a tough year. Um uh, as he said, it's not you know what we thought it would be. It's not what we dreamed it would be. Um, but there were signs, you mm-hmm. know, during this year, and you had a a good core of hitters kind of develop. And I think that's one of the things I saw. And then even what I loved, you know, going into that last week, you're out of the Big Twelve tournament. You, you can't make the you know. So this is it. Mm-hmm. And they win their last four games. They won yeah. that last series, and and that told me the guys hadn't thrown it in. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because at that point you're not really playing for much other than pride. Right. And they you know went out and won that series, dominated that series uh, with Cal State Bakersfield, and um, so yeah, that's what I like to see. And I know he's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, should I should I use that line that Hoot said? Oh. If you're <laughs> oh, yeah, shaving yeah. shaving and recruiting. No, recruiting is like shaving. Is like shaving. Oh. If you're not doing it. If you don't do it every day. People notice. People notice. Oh, I like Pretty that. Pretty good. Yeah. I might have been grabbing can, a donut at this you point. Can, no, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. This was, oh, this I'm like, I missed This that. was in our luncheon meeting. <laughs> that makes more sense. I also still might have been grabbing yeah. a donut. Yeah. <laughs> that fact yeah, remains not, true. If you're not recruiting and if you're not shaving, people people do notice. I like that. Yeah. That's that good? good. That's people really good. People can tell. Good yeah. to work that in, Jerry. And yeah, I do nice. think that, I mean, that's obviously where Mitch is. He's out there recruiting. He's trying to. And, and. I think that's something people probably need to remember, too, is when he was hired last year. It was late June, mid-July. Yeah. And, you know, basically recruiting is done. Now, he brought in what he could. Mm -hmm. Now he's had a full year, a full cycle. Right. Um, And in some cases, I know, you know, 
coaches are working on players two, three, four years down the road. But at least he's had that full recruiting cycle. So I, I expect a much better team to be here in the fall. And, and I think he'll continue to build on that as he brings in, you know, his guys and, and guys that they recruit. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got a great staff, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. He really put yeah. a great staff together. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, one thing I appreciate about you is uh, how you are very – uh, generous with your coverage across the board mm-hmm. of every sport. Right. I mean, there's a lot of coverage you can find on football and basketball right. and yeah. even baseball, you know, but but you give equal coverage almost to, yeah. to men's tennis and women's tennis and men's and women's golf and talked about acrobatics and tumbling. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's really good for those student-athletes, for those sports, the time you spend covering them. And, and in some of those cases um, – like I, I go to some media for some of those and I might be the only right. one or there might be yeah. a couple. Of, so I, I think it does give me chances, though, um, to spread some love and give them some of it the, because they all deserve it. Like right. right. When you think about what these athletes and what these coaches go through, they all deserve it. Mm. And and I think, too, John, some of it is my interests. Um, you know, I just I love sports, obviously. But I I have grown to love some of those other sports that maybe I didn't like. I I had no uh, background in soccer at all, mm-hmm. like none, because we didn't have it at North Texas. Um, I didn't remember it much growing up. Um, I didn't. My boys didn't play it growing up. Um, now Stevens is playing now. Oh really? Good. Mm-hmm. Young Cute. Young Amos is uh, playing soccer yeah. and playing t-ball. So, but yeah, so stuff like that. And I, I mean, I've always enjoyed tennis and golf. Um, mm-hmm. Those are two of my favorite sports. So, um, but yeah, I've grown to. And A and T was one, obviously, that had no knowledge of. Um, very few people did. Right. You know, we have to go by JMO's explanation of all the <laughs> events and stuff just to get any grasp yeah. of acrobatics and time. I mean, we have to go by John Morris's yeah. knowledge. You know? <laughs> but that is – and, John, you know, I mean, those are fun. Yeah. Those yeah. are fun meets. Very. And I, so I've really – you know, and, and Coach V – um, just her personality and stuff. Yeah. How, how can you not, you know, just love her? So, um, yeah, that's – I've enjoyed that part of it, being able to – and, you know, getting to travel with softball yeah. um, for the regional, that mm-hmm. was fun. I mean, that's where you – too, and that's that's a look that I get that basically, you know, particularly outside media never get. Right. Yeah. I get to see the interaction with the players and mm-hmm. all of that. So that, that stuff is cool. And they're, they were a really fun team to follow. And I should mention track and field also. I mean, yeah. You're very much into yeah. track and field and have been Love. for a long time. And I, I tell people, you know, because I covered high schools uh, at the Trib for a long time, and I think one of my favorite, if not my favorite event, was the state track meet every mm. year. I loved it. Some people, it's just a grind, and it's and it's hard to cover so many things. But right. I love it because there's so many stories. Right, you know? right, right. And covering as many schools as we did at the Trib, I mean – yeah, you could you could tell a hundred stories in a weekend like that. But no, I've I've always enjoyed track and field. Of course, you know I was a cross country letterman at Arlington High School. There you go. Here it um, goes. Oh, only, I mean, we were waiting for that. Only yeah. only because my track <laughs> my coach ran me in two varsity meets. Wow. That was like one of the requirements. So he ran me in two varsity <laughs> to meets letter. my senior year so that I could letter. Wow. He just wanted. Did you that's get a letterman my, jacket? I did get a letterman's jacket. <laughs> and that's what it's you so wanted. Great. And do you still wear it ever? Um, so one of my Where steps, one of my stepsons actually, uh, it was basically when he was in high school, he would wear it like, I don't know, to do events or whatever. <laughs> that's amazing. I, could, I don't think I could still wear my letter jacket. Two varsity meets. That's <laughs> that awesome. And how did you do in them? 
I don't remember. <laughs> that's not part of the story. That's hey, not on the but podcast. <laughs> my highlight, again, senior year, I, fin- I finished eighth in the junior varsity district meet. How many projects? As a senior. senior. <laughs> is, is that even? And are I was, you allowed I to know. That? That's what I thought even at the time. I'm like, don't Am question. I, should I be in this? But no, and I wasn't even the only senior on our team that was on the JV. So but, I, but I got a trophy for eighth place. A trophy. A trophy so participation. Participation yeah. awards started yeah. early. Oh, yeah. So is that the moment that you were like, yes, I want to chase a career in covering other it athletes was, like myself? It was certainly <laughs> it was certainly the moment where I, well, I realized a long time before that that I was not going to be an athlete. Oh. Let's, let's put it that way. Katie, I, I knew in junior high that, that I really wanted to do sports and wanted That's to cover awesome. sports. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know very many people that kind of know their career path mm-hmm. when they're like in ninth grade. That's right. Because really um, cool. back in the day, junior high went through ninth grade. I know. I know <laughs> now in the, the modern wow, yeah. modern era, <laughs> that ninth grade that is part of high. But it was funny because you were getting high school credits. Wow, ten, right. eleven, but twelve. We were in junior Weird. high in a building. So interesting. So were you still called the freshman in the junior high building? I think we were just ninth graders. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy! No I'm learning all kinds of stuff today. Sophomores in high school. Yeah. That's wow. Arlington. That's yeah. at Arlington. I'm yeah. crazy in Arlington. I don't know if that was just Arlington. But we'll <laughs> go with that. We'll check with Jay. But that's when that. you yeah. knew yeah. when you were in middle school. I was yeah. So I was actually sports editor of our. Ju- we actually had a junior high newspaper. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cougar Tales. <laughs> what? I was sports editor for the Cougar, <laughs> Cougar Tales. Cougar I Tales. like this. <laughs> Do you still have any Carter, copies? Carter Junior High. Uh, no, I okay. have nothing from my Carter days. <laughs> okay, bummer. I do have. I think I may have some stuff from high school. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, and was it just you were always a sports fan? Like, what made you think, "Wow, this is really the career I want"? Yeah, I think you know, even early on, and I and I may have touched on this with John before, but I I would. Uh, I would write little, not a not a book, but like a chapter or something on some of my favorite athletes. Oh, cool! Um, you know that I grew up watching. So, and you know, you didn't have internet back then, yeah. so you were literally like looking up, you know, whether it's uh, encyclopedias or books or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and writing about them. Katie's so, never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the Britannicas. Yeah. Okay. I know okay. things okay. about okay. the encyclopedia. I don't really get how they <laughs> captured everything alphabetically, but yes. we'll go into that on a different was, podcast, yeah. maybe. Yeah, like you probably never had an encyclopedia salesman come to the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't I, say I did. I don't think they come to the house anymore. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't With think carrying so. encyclopedias? But that is, yeah, but that is literally like when I got that interest. Uh, I've always enjoyed watching sports, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, I don't know why I came to that conclusion in ninth grade, but I knew this is what I wanted to do and didn't change. We're certainly glad you did come to that conclusion. How'd you end up at North Texas, then North Texas State? It was, I think with them and maybe UT, they were the best journal, considered okay. the best journalism schools in Texas. Um, and tech UT was just too big for me. Um, not that Arlington's a small town, but I just I couldn't imagine myself in that big a place. So um, North Texas and particularly its faculty mm-hmm. had a really good reputation. So wound up there and uh, um, and I did not get into the the newspaper part until my junior year because I was afraid of a typing test. Oh no! Ah, ah, really? We actually had a typing <laughs> test that would qualify you for sophomore journalism and. And I think it was only like 30 words a minute. 
but but I was but I was I was really scared. I had not taken any typing, so oh. I took a typing class my sophomore year. And but anyway, my could freshman, you look? Could you look down to well, get yeah, the thirty yeah, words you, from it? But they had you had to get it, and you had to get it in number uh, number of words and with you know limited mistakes or whatever. So oh, anyway. But my first two years, I did actually a lot of broadcasting stuff. Oh, cool. We had a campus radio station there. Um, so I did, and mainly sports. You know, yeah. I did, did a lot of sports stuff for them. So that was that was my background there and got to do games with uh, some guy named Craig Way. Craig Way, that's yeah. right. Mm. So he was he was pretty good. Historic. Craig, I'm sure Craig tells the same story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he did games with Jerry Hill. Yeah. I bet yeah. so. I think I've heard him say that. But that was fun, you know, just to kind of get that taste of it and, and you know, get that experience. But – uh, it did not, um, you know, persuade me to go that route. I really yeah. I still wanted to go the newspaper route. Yeah. And you come when you when you make it to Waco, you uh, work with and work for Mr. Dave Campbell. Yeah. Uh, like you said, mm. really followed him or, yeah. or worked with him at the trip and followed yeah. him and then followed him here to Baylor. What a great life learning experience yeah. that is. Yeah, he was amazing because he was, you know, just as good a writer as he was. He's a great storyteller. Mm. And when you go on road trips and stuff with him, I mean, you know, he just has this vast knowledge. And he would remember stuff from the 40s and the 50s. And, mm. and it wasn't just like a game. I mean, it, he would remember specific things about that game or that day um, that you're just like, how do you remember that stuff? Uh, and I still don't know how he would remember all those things. But the, those were probably the best times for me at the trip was when I got to make those road trips with Dave. And, uh, you know, we just had a good time. And, and like I said, he's he's amazing storyteller and, and enjoyed just learning under him. Uh, he was there for 10 years mm. uh, while I was w- still working at the trip. And then when he left – uh, Kim Gorham became the sports editor, and I was his assistant sports editor. Wow, nice. what a cool mentor to learn yeah. from. Yeah, oh, very absolutely. much so. So a lot has probably changed in the college athletics landscape, gosh, even in the past few years, but yeah. throughout your career. Yeah. What's maybe, if you could kind of pinpoint one, one change that you've seen that that kind of excites you in college athletics? Excites me? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm – I'm thinking more recent, like, I know. and I and don't. And I, you can and take I, it the other way, and too. And I actually don't get. <laughs> Terrifies that, I think yeah. it's <laughs> changed it maybe too much is the NIL stuff mm, yeah. and transfer portal. I don't, I mean, I, I, I'm all for giving athletes, you know, uh, every chance to yeah. do what they need to do. But I, I think it, I think it's hurting the game right now. Mm. But, uh, you know, Katie, I think exposure has been one of the, probably mm-hmm. the biggest things. I mean, when we think back, uh, you know, into the 80s and 90s, there were very few games on TV, yeah. like very few games on TV. So now, you know, you can turn on the TV and how many ever channels or networks, uh, you can watch them all day long, yeah. you know. So I think that's probably, you know, just the exposure of, of the game and, and, and of different sports too. Like, yeah. You know, it's not just college football or, or the NFL anymore. It's every sport. And, uh, you know, we have to give ESPN credit for that because mm-hmm. that's – you know, I think they created a lot of that, but uh, we've really seen it expand, you know, I would say over the last 20 or 30 years. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, that's a great point. And you yeah. mentioned earlier how you've kind of become a fan of some of those sports mm-hmm. that weren't right. broadcasted as much early right. on. But I think that's it's so cool to hear that, whether it's Baylor fans attending Baylor athletic events of sports like that or tuning in on TV, just things where they'd never seen it before. And now mm-hmm. they're like, wow, what those student athletes do 
truly how incredible I just had never seen it before. So yeah. I love kind of that those stories are able to be told. Well, and volleyball is one of those, too, yeah, I would for say, sure. too, because, again, I just wasn't, um, you know, I, I didn't see it much yeah, yeah. growing up. I think we had it in high school. Yeah. Here's one thing. <laughs> um, we, we were still playing three-on-three three girls basketball oh, gosh. Oh, my. when I was in high school. Whoa. Wow. Do you, you know how that works? <laughs> um, You just take it back behind the three-point line and uh, – no. no, no, no. No. No, no. <laughs> so it's it's – you had – what was it, three forwards and three guards. I guess. And you couldn't cross the half court. Oh. So you played only offense or defense. Oh, my. And I think it changed maybe my junior year of high school. Oh, gosh. But there's you, there's you a little bit of a change. I'm glad that changed. It's a completely different game. That's like, wild. It, it, it was unbelievable. I've never seen that. In hindsight, it's like, what what, what, were what in we the doing? world? So I think it was that deal where they didn't think girls were – athletic oh. enough or had enough endurance to play full court basketball. So let's just put them on. I played full court basketball on, and I struggled at times. Let's, let's put them on half court. Enjoy, I might have enjoyed yeah. this version of the game. Yeah. Oh, I loved half court basketball. <laughs> and that's basically what they play. I'm like, huh. Yeah, like, like you that. said, you take it out to pass the three-point line. I remember that. Yeah. So in you saying that, you've uh, been around athletics for a long time. Yeah. This is not a fair question, but yeah. I'm going to ask you anyway. Who, who are some of the favorite, uh, your favorite coaches you've worked mm. with, yeah. uh, either here at Baylor or outside Baylor, right. and favorite uh, student athletes through mm. the years? Ooh, man. Good one. I know. Not fair, is you it? Yeah, you should have hit me with this before. <laughs> right, sorry. Yeah. I mean, Coach Taff was my very mm. first football coach to deal with uh, on the college level. And um, I think at the, I think at the time when I first took the beat, because I was like 25, 26, something like that, um, I, I'm not sure how he felt about me. Mm. And I think there was a little bit of that, uh, you know, uh, little feller, you got to earn your way yeah. kind of thing. Well, you were following Dave. And I was following <laughs> Dave. Right. Dave we was still, Dave was still there, but yeah. I was the beat writer. Right, right. And so, yeah, I think there was a little bit of that. And, and actually became much better friends with him after mm. um, he got out of coaching because uh, and he's been he's been an amazing friend you know for the last how many every year mm. so he you know he would have to top the list just because he was the first really um, I, you know John I've had a pretty good relationship with just about all the um, Baylor football coaches sure. I would mm -hmm. say I, I actually had a really good relationship with Chuck Reedy mm -hmm. when he was here a good friend. And still Facebook friends, you know. Oh, so uh, I, I always enjoyed him. Always enjoyed sitting down and visiting with him. Um, yeah, but like I said, I think I've had a pretty good relationship um, with just about all. Guy Morris was another one mm -hmm. that I liked a lot. I mean, he was not a great public speaker, but loved uh, just sitting down and, uh, as he would probably say, chewing the fat with him. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I really enjoyed. But yeah, I mean, and then in other sports, I mean. I think you can almost go down the list of the ones we have now. I, I just really enjoy the coaches that we have. Glenn Moore is mm. absolutely the best. I mean, we're on the bus ride on the way back. Uh, we came back from Utah, and we're riding the bus back from Dallas on Sunday, and he sends us all a group text thanking us for what we do and mm. supporting – you know, these athletes and stuff. And that's that's just Glenn. But, yeah. you know, Scott Drew's the same way. Yeah. Um, have have enjoyed getting to know Nikki Collin. I mean, mm. there there's so many really good, just genuine 
coaches at this place. Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess it's what you expect from Baylor. I mean, you know, Ryan McGuire is salt of the earth. Mm. You know, I love all of these coaches that we that we get to deal yeah. with. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. That's a great point. Any uh, – Oh, favorite athletes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Should, like, I, should again, I put Katie on the top of the list? Well, sure, that's a given, sure. low-hanging yeah. fruit at <laughs> Chris <laughs> Chris Istray still gives me a hard time. <laughs> you know where I'm going on no, this? No, I don't. I'm excited. So we Maybe. did uh, – <laughs> what year was that? Maybe a couple of years ago we did the 25 for 25. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Katie Smith just barely missed I know. I like to say I'm 26. He's yeah. 26. Uh, you're number one in our hearts, though. Ooh, I'll take right. that yeah, any day. Sign right. me up for that. John, one of the early ones that I just – Really enjoyed um, and still know him to this day. But Trooper Taylor, yeah. he was mm. he was just a fun one. Right. You know, he was a fun guy, um, and you always wanted him to do well because he was so good in the media. Mm. Like he was, just, <laughs> and he was fun with it. You know, I, I think he's one of those guys that understood it's a game. Um, but, you know, took it seriously enough. But um, he was one I, I really enjoyed. And then Robert, obviously. I mean, mm. he was, you know, the, the amount of – media and stuff that he had to do and yet he just did it all and, yeah. and you know kind of took it and was great great with the media mm-hmm. so you know those would probably be two of my favorites katie smith right sure. there sure you know. right um, <laughs> trooper taylor robert griffin the yeah, third and heisman katie and katie smith katie i'll smith. take that any yeah. day second team all-american <laughs> second <Yeah>. team <laughs> look out that's good. Uh, that's not a fair question because no. you, then you yeah. think back all those years well, yeah, and how many and different ones yep. you've worked with mm-hmm. and around. You yeah. know, it's not a fair question. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's great to have you on with us, and uh, you're a fun guy, number one, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that shows itself in your dancing it. and everything else. <laughs> yeah. But you're a great asset for Baylor Athletics. Yeah. Uh, being, as we said, inside the athletic department, you've got access to uh, coaches and student-athletes sometimes that – you know, the traditional media does not have. Right. But you don't abuse that. I mean, no. you use that to tell their help tell their stories better than maybe somebody on the outside couldn't do. Right, mm-hmm. and I, I, I really have to catch myself sometimes, particularly with football. Like, I have access to practice and stuff that none of the other media get. They get mm-hmm. 15 minutes right. at the first of practice, and that's basically all they get other than the interviews and stuff. And I, I – you know, I, but I can't tell too much, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt them, right. you know. So I, I'm very protective of that. I try to be. Um, but, yeah, I think it does help just that you have that kind of access and you have kind of the relationship um, with particularly the coaches, but you develop that with some of the athletes too, just a real, you know, friendship mm-hmm. with some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's – I think when you, when you get that, um, it – it gives you, it does give you a better insight to them, to their personality and stuff. And like Dylan Doyle is one I've really mm. enjoyed yeah. getting to know these last three years, and and he was, he's been such a great asset for Baylor and um, great ambassador for Baylor. Well, we'd say the same about you. We so keep would. up the good work, and thank great you. to have you on with us. Yes, thank what, you. What summer plans do you have? Ooh, summer plans. Yeah. So I I am trying to get up to Seattle because I have yes. two grandkids up there. Yes. Um, Steven said the only weekend he has is Father's Day weekend. Oh, which actually might be a up. pretty cool deal though. Yeah, to, I feel like you should have spun that, that. Like yeah. come yeah. for Father's Day. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, re- I want to be there for a weekend where uh, he's a preacher up in that area and 
and I would love to be there, and particularly for uh, Sunday Father's Day. Yeah, that's pretty message. cool. Yeah, that'd so, be really cool. Uh, planning on doing that, and then I think our friends from Pennsylvania are going to come see us gotcha. at some point this year because it's their turn. Um, but yeah, not a lot of plans. Um, Got to start working on a uh, 20th anniversary cruise. That's that's Ooh. one of my. Ooh, when's the anniversary? Not, not not my work anniversary, my wedding <laughs> anniversary. But yeah, it's coming up. We just had our 16th, um, wow. so it's it's coming. Oh, Congratulations! Yeah. I know that's and we need amazing. To, we need to mention Jonathan's name, of uh, course. Jonathan Hill. Yes, MCC uh, board. That's yes, right. Exactly. Or whatever. I'd Won an election and everything. I and know. Won it without my vote because I'm not in his district. That's tough. But you would have voted for <laughs> I him, sent, right? I sent money to his campaign. There it is. There so. it is. Whoa! Fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Jonathan, who worked with us for a while yeah. in athletics, athletic communications, yeah. uh, now doing very well for himself. And yeah. Katie, I think it took her a minute to realize that, that we were fathers. Oh, really? <laughs> she did not know I it I mean, first. when he says a minute, several years. <laughs> really? Several years of did just not know thinking John- these men had the most casual work relationship <laughs> I've ever heard. Like, I feel like Jonathan would be like, ugh. Don't yeah. answer Jerry's yeah, question. Yeah, right, I was yeah, like, right. that was kind of rude. Yeah. But well, yeah. and he, he <laughs> now, it, now it all makes sense. It all clicked. All I was sense. like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, he he would tell not just not just his older brother, but he would tell other people that he was my boss. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. So yeah, he's doing well. I appreciate oh, that, John. I love cool. Jonathan. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Enjoy the summer. Take Thank a well deserved break, yeah. and then we'll get after it again in you, the fall. You too, as well. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks, Jerry Hill, our guest. Have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you interested in true crime, funny one-star reviews, or inspiring stories like the ones that Jerry Hill tells? What about the history of Waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here? All these and more are produced by Rogue Media Network. There are over 80 different shows, including this one, with more coming all the time. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, very fun. So great uh, timing, really, to have Jerry on this time of year and kind of wrap up the school year. And yeah. We're just kind of sliding into summer right now. We're sliding into summer. Like you said, Jerry is such a wonderful asset. And to have someone that knows the history of Baylor, that loves this place so much, I mean, what a blessing. And I'd say that about you too, J-Mo, but yeah, yeah. you're not our podcast guest. Ah, Jerry's the guest. <laughs> so great to have Jerry with us today. Katie, thanks very much. Of course. Thank uh, you. Uh-huh. For Katie Smith, I'm John Morris. Thanks to Jerry Hill. Baylor's Director of Sports Journalism, our guest on the Sikkim Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's powered by Rogue Media Network. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.